Welcome to the Tech on Tap Podcast Roadshow Edition, where we're bringing you the latest updates from the NetApp Insight 2016 conference here in Las Vegas. Today was day three of the conference, and after the keynote, I chatted with some of the NetApp product team about their Insight experiences, as well as their thoughts on today's general session. Insight, day three in the books. I'm standing here with a few TMEs. We're at the TME Social. Uh, we just had the general session. Uh, with me is Joel Kaufman. You may have heard him before on the show. Melissa Palmer, who is uh, uh, well-known as VMIS, and then Skip Shapiro here, one of our Flash experts. So we're going to go around, and they're going to tell us a little bit about what they do at NetApp, and we're going to start the conversation about the overall Insight event for the day. So Joel, tell us about what you do at NetApp. Hey, I'm the Director of Technical Marketing for our Manageability Products. Great to be on the show again, Justin. Appreciate being here for this. First time caller, long time listener. Absolutely. <laughs> also here, Melissa Palmer, the famous VMIS. Uh, VMIS, this is your first Insight as a presenter. Tell us about what you do at Insight and how you feel it for it being your first time. So yeah, this is my first time as a presenter. I've been here as a SE several times, and it's a little different on the other side. So I've been giving a couple talks. I've been working in the FlexPod booth. I've been mingling around. So. It's been a lot of fun. I've really gotten to talk to the customers a lot more than usual because usually I'm here trying to soak up all the knowledge. So I've really got to spend a lot more time with people and kind of spread the FlexPod word. So let's just be honest. As a presenter, it's just more work, isn't it? It's a lot more work. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll walk around and SEs will be like, yeah, you know, we're going to you know, ha- have fun, go to some sessions. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. That's not happening. Well, welcome to our world, Melissa. Yeah, welcome to our world. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you very much. All right, and uh, last but not least, uh, grizzled veteran Skip Shapiro. He's also been on the podcast before. Skip, tell us about what you do at NetApp. Uh, so I'm the AFF TME, and also try and spend some time on Flash Cash and Flash Pool. If people still remember that. I remember so. that. I remember, <laughs> being, I remember being in your sessions in the SE about it. Oh, good. Um, thanks, Melissa. That's great. So you know, I've been coming to Insight for a number of years. I think the energy is great from customers and partners here. A lot of great stuff to show. I particularly like the general sessions that we had on Monday and today, much better than we've had in the past, much more focused on the technical content and the vision we have for the future. That's been cool. Customer energy in my sessions has been great. They're really excited about the new FAS and AFF uh, systems we've been shipping and ONTAP 9 and 9.1. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the general session. So what I've noted about the general sessions, not just this year, but also last year, is we've been much more forthcoming in announcing things that are coming in the future. And I am a personal fan of that because that gets people excited. And what's even better about that is that we are delivering on the promises we made last year. So one of the things we promised last year was Snap Mirror to Alta Vault into the cloud. And guess what? We have it now. So this year we announced things like SolidFire to ONTAP. We also announced Fabric Pools. Uh, so what was one of the announcements we made during the general sessions that really stuck out you, to you the most? Joel. Yeah, uh, so not just fabric pools, but we also showed a to-be-named-later essentially backing up an entire cloud service to another cloud service, which is, my head kind of exploded when I saw that. I mean, I I, I knew kind of about this in the background, but when you actually see it in action, it's pretty amazing. I don't think there's anyone else out there right now who can can even provide a service that deals with data protection or, 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 or even 
protection of services as a service in a way like that anywhere else in the world right now. It, it, it's absolutely, it is the future right now. It's amazing. So cool you knew about it. I knew nothing about it. And I'm going, this is nothing to do with ONTAP, nothing to do with really any of our other products, but takes our sort of IP and expands it out into, um, you know, the internet of things, if, if, if you will. I thought it was really cool. It shows NetApp's innovation and our, you know, we're not just stuck in our old ways of doing things. Yeah, absolutely. Melissa. Got nothing. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> and, and honestly, you know, this should be a really easy answer for you because there was another announcement we had that involved things you work on directly. Yes, things you work on directly for 1,000, Melissa. So what announcement did we have on day one that involved things that were FlexPod related? Oh, we announced the uh, FlexPod and SolidFire architecture. Yeah. yeah. So that's funny you mentioned that. We had a really great... Um, thing in the general session today, which was kind of like a little DevOps skit. And what it was doing, it was really highlighting some of the SolidFire integrations with things like Docker and OpenStack and that kind of whole DevOps methodology. I was just talking to Josh Atwell after his session today, and we were talking about how SolidFire is kind of storage for people who don't really like storage so much. So FlexPod is already that, you know, easy to easy to implement architecture, and when we add SolidFire on top, that so just makes it like the DevOps powerhouse. That's just going to make it so much more accessible to so many more people. One thing that was pretty funny to me, and it kind of caught my ear when I heard it, so they actually had uh, the gentleman from AWS. I can't remember his name. What was his name? Uh, Voss. 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 Bill Voss. Bill Voss. Yeah, yeah, so they had Bill Voss from AWS, and he started talking about NetApp's partnership with AWS. And one of the things he said that stuck out to me was that the reason why the partnership works with NetApp is because we don't try to build our own cloud. And I don't know if it's just me being the cynical person I am, but that sounded like a shot across the bow to other companies that might be trying to do that. It was thinly veiled. But you know, 10 years ago, there was those commercials, BASF, we don't make the product, we make the product better. And we're kind of in that same position now where we don't make your cloud, but we make how it works as a service so a whole lot here's, better. Here's an analogy in IT. It's like Intel inside. It's on tap, or it's NetApp inside. NetApp inside this this capability. We're the engine that makes it work, right? Whether we're on the front cover or not, it, it works because of NetApp. Yeah. NetApp, the little engine that could. Sorry, I'm a parent now. I have to think about these things, <laughs> books and such. Melissa, did you have any comments about the AWS uh, general session keynote? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as an SE in the field, even several years ago, we've always said that we will never build our own cloud. We're there to enable the cloud providers. And I think that's resonated a lot with them. You know, first we had the NetApp private storage for AWS. You know, now we have things like cloud on top. So I think they're much more willing to work with us and allow our in innovation to enable them since they know we're not a competitor and we're there to make things better for them. So today at the general session as well, our very own Sully the Monster was able to go on the main stage and he was with Josh Atwell as Melissa alluded to earlier. And they did a demo on DevOps, and it was actually kind of funny. Uh, Garrett Mueller, the TD, was also involved with that. And it was in a pub setting, and it was basically like somebody had hired an intern, and he wasn't listening to the guy doing the development work, and he broke stuff, right? So it was basically all about DevOps and how you can recover quickly from failures and that sort of thing. So what were your thoughts on that, that, over, on that session piece overall? Because it kind of was a departure from what you normally see at a general keynote. Usually it's just some guy on stage talking. Yeah, um, I think what it really kind of highlighted is that there's an awareness now around continuous integration, continuous development, right? Our customers are moving that direction. 
uh, it's been very clear, right? The rise of the DevOps culture to a large extent. Sorry, I need to take a drink. I said the DevOps word. Uh-oh. Um, did, you, did you say Agile? Because you're going to have to take another drink. Uh, I mean, uh, actually, DevOps to me makes Agile look slow. Agile uh, software development. It's on the fly, right? I mean, that's what the demo showed. I mean, and if that's how, if games are changing, you know, by the hour to make them better online, you need to have an infrastructure, well, you need to have a, a workflow process that can keep up with that. And that's what they, they demoed. I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I know a lot of people have been really quick to say, oh, NetApp ONTAP is 20-something years old and you guys just don't get it. By doing things like this for our customers, for our partners, for our employees, we're making it a really fun way to introduce them to these concepts and prove how dedicated we are to you know things like the DevOps movement. We did an earlier session you guys were a part of where you did the live podcast. So, we're changing the way we're you know, doing things and innovating to enable this, and we're trying to make it known that we're doing that. Yeah, I think we need to do more to, yeah, for the absolutely. world to know, the DevOps world, know that we're not a staid company. You know, we're not old iron. We're, we're, we're very au courant. Not your father's NetApp anymore. Well, I think the Solifier acquisition actually said a lot about that too, right? I mean, when we, when we, act, when we acquired Solidfire, it wasn't, at first everybody was like, oh, they just redundant Flash, right? But that wasn't ever about Flash. It was about the APIs. It was about the, the DevOps movement, and it was about being able to have scale. Um, and and what we're doing, what we're seeing, is some of that culture that came from SolidFire is being integrated within the NetApp culture, and, and it's spilling over into things like the general session and some of the methodologies we have with our data fabric message. So, what do you guys think about that overall concept? I think it's great. Um, you know, I keep talking with the SolidFire teams, you know, my peers on the other side on a regular basis, Aaron Delp and, and a bunch of those guys, and and the type of, of the fresh view that they have, the look at market that we've never really addressed before, it's really great. And I'm, I'll be honest, I'm still learning a lot about it, you know, but I've got to pull that information and bring it into what we do for our current tool sets and help provide it to say, we can address these markets using some of our stuff and where we can't, fantastic there's there's an acquisition that we have that will take care of it so it's it's been really valuable to me yeah absolutely what Joel said it's all about proving to, you know everybody that we are serious about this we're serious about being developer friendly we're serious about being innovative and this is just another way to do that so what impressed me is the evolution of the data fabric you go back two years ago it was a vision that George cooked up relatively quickly a year ago is a way to interconnect things. Now it's become a platform for, for development and, and applications. So we've thought of NetApp as an ONTAP company and ONTAP was the platform. I think the future of us is Data Fabric. That is the platform and ONTAP is just a piece of it. So it's, it's interesting. So Melissa touched on earlier how people were talking about NetApp being 20 years old and not having a clue about things. You know, people had that impression for a while. And I think that impression is changing. But it's, what's also funny about that is Waffle is also 20 years old, as well as ONTAP. And we talk about Flash and how Flash, you know, I'm wearing the Flash costume now as I speak. Um, you know, there's disruption with Flash, and, you know, this, you know, we had a lot of movement within that industry. Dave Hitz himself actually talked about Waffle and how it fit into Flash. And he kind of admitted that it was a happy accident that Waffle happened to work so well with Flash, especially when you integrated the optimizations. Luckily enough, we happen to have some guy who knows Flash, 
uh, Skip Shapiro. So Skip, can you touch a little bit on those optimizations and how they work so well with the Waffle uh, ONTAP system? So here's a little known secret. Um, as uh, we were adopting ONTAP to take advantage of the latency that SSDs could provide, they've basically rewritten the whole read-write stack in, in ONTAP. Behind the covers, between releases, like between 8.3 and 8.3.1, almost rewrote the whole stack and nobody knew about it. And guess what? We still deliver great ONTAP quality along with that. The amount of the, the productive work that the team has done in, in very short fashion, less than two years from 8.3, to 9.1, the um, improvement in performance, more IOPS at much lower latency that, that they've delivered is amazing. It's astonishing. You could take the first 20 years almost of, of Data on Tap and, and they've done as much innovation for performance in the last two years as they did in the first 20 years. So these numbers have been a closely guarded secret for a while. I, I think they're public now, right? We can divulge them, the, the A700 numbers? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So Skip, tell us the numbers. Well, so with A700 running uh, ONTAP 9.1, you can get basically double the performance in AFF80 running A3.1 at half the latency. I mean, that's huge. So you can consolidate more workloads uh, onto a single system and get even better response time for your applications. Unbelievable. Tell, 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 me, the, uh, tell me the IOPS. So we're at over 7,000 IOPS running at, uh, you know, like 900 or 600 microseconds uh, type of performance. 7,000 IOPS? 700,000 IOPS. There we go. <laughs> 700,000. Is that an HA pair or how many nodes is that? That's an HA pair with 24 SSDs. Wow. That is, that's very dense. And are those SSDs, are they the, the large SSDs or are they the smaller ones? It doesn't matter what the capacity is. So, and this workload is compared to an, um, an uh, AFF8080. Now, admittedly, the A700 has four times the memory and 75% and, uh, more cores, and that's what drives it. And, but of course, ONTAP had to be do development so they could take advantage of all that memory and uh, the additional cores. Yeah, I mean, all that RAM and all those extra cores only do so much if the disk can handle it and if the OS can handle it, and we're showing that it can, right? Yeah, and in addition to, to getting better performance because of um, more cores and memory, we're extracting more IOs out of the SSDs as well. We've probably doubled the IOs we can get out of a single SSD over the course of the last uh, two or three releases. All right, Joel, Skip, Melissa, thanks so much for doing the podcast with me. If they want, if people want to reach you on Twitter, how would they reach you? Uh, you can reach me at, at the Joel K, and happy to have follow and and have you follow me. All right, Melissa. And you can find me at vmis33. And Skip, what's your email address? <laughs> it's skip.shapiro.netop.com. As a crusty old guy, I'm still living in the 20th century, and I don't get tweets. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem is I'm too verbose, and I don't know how to say anything in only 140 characters. Yeah, his emails are easily like 1,000 characters. He's, he's more of a Facebook post guy, like a, like a note. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, thanks I so much. I still write letters. <laughs> then I was able to convince the VP of ONTAP Systems Group, Octavian Tanase, to talk about some of the announcements made at Insight and the direction of the business. Okay, I'm standing here with Octavian Tanase. Uh, Octavian, what do you do here at NetApp? I'm responsible for um, you know, ONTAP software as well as systems. Um, it's a role that I've taken about a year ago, and uh, I have about six years under my belt at NetApp. All right, so Octavian actually runs the group I am a member of, which is the ONTAP Systems Group. Um, so things like flex groups and you know ONTAP, NFS, that sort of thing. Um, 
Today we made an announcement at the general session that we want to talk a little bit about Fabric Pool. So uh, Octavian, tell us a little bit about what Fabric Pool does for us. So basically, rather than in talking about specific features and capabilities, I want to talk a little bit about some of the problems that our customers have and, and our desires to help them overcome that. So there are some constant themes. Um, every CIO, every, everybody who develops uh, and deploys infrastructure is interested in security, it's interested in um, simplicity, it's interested in lowering the cost of, uh, of that deployment. Uh, they're looking to solve, uh, you know, uh, building infrastructure and deploying infrastructure in a hybrid environment. So the, the Fabric Pools technology builds on our expertise that enables us to, to tier the data from a performance tier into, into a capacity tier. And this is something that we've done in the past with the flash, uh, with the flash pool technology. And now we're extending that and enabling tiering from flash to an object storage target, right? And that could be either something uh, in, in the public cloud, Amazon, or could be our own solution storage grid web scale. Yeah, and also NetApp private storage, right, with Equinix is another solution, right? So um, Fabric Pools does it at the block level, and actually you don't have to do anything that's policy-based, right? You just set up a policy and you forget about it. And that actually ties nicely, I think, into the Flex Group technology, because with Flex Group, you have a multitude of flexible volumes underneath the covers, and you don't necessarily know which flexible volume that data lives on, so it allows you to tear off that data somewhere else once you're done with it, especially when you deal with the high-capacity things. So um, with Fabric Pool, I mean, what are we looking at in terms of you know the data fabric message? How are we tying that in with that? So fabric pool, it's uh, you know yet another service, if you would, right? Something that will be turned on transparently uh, and seamlessly in your you know flash deployment, in your AFF deployment, and it's complementing some of the other services that we're building. Uh, some of them have to do with data mobility, uh, with data governance, uh, you know, with data management. All right. So as far as insight goes, I. Uh, how are you, uh, so what are you doing here at Insight? Like, what sort of things are you getting involved with? Is it customer meetings? Is it analyst briefings? Or are you, you know, are you attending any sessions? So what sort of things are you doing here? So first of all, this is a great opportunity for me to, uh, to energize and, and uh, understand, you know, the, the, the problems that our customers are trying to solve, right? And, uh, you know, frankly, you know, I'm a little bit of an extrovert, so a lot of this interaction energizes me, and I'm bottling this up, and I'm taking that back into engineering, and and hopefully they, they get inspired, and they find that you know, you know, what they're bringing at the table, their mission, has a huge impact. Yeah, it's good because a lot of customers are excited about the lot, the messages we're sending them. Like, so we tell them about things like Flex Group or Fabric Pool, and they really, it really resonates with the, what they're trying to do, and it solves problems that they couldn't previously solve with our stuff. Um, so as far as the other messages we got, so one of the things we talked about was SolidFire and integrating that with the FlexPod. What are your thoughts on that sort of uh, methodology and, and what sort of things in the ONTAP side are we doing to kind of tie into SolidFire? So first of all, a lot of people are going to look for a simplicity of management, right? And simplicity of management across platforms, right? So, you know, something in, in the platform of intent is, you know, enabling you know, um, consistent and, and similar manageability through RESTful APIs across our, you know, portfolio, SolidFire, E-Series, AltaVault, and of course, ONTAP. So that's something that it's always interesting. It's also great to see that we're expanding the, uh, the FlexPod concept uh, and the converged infrastructure concept into including, you know, SolidFire. I believe that it will be very beneficial to many of our customers who are looking for um, 
a different design point, quality of service and the simplicity of scale-out. Yeah, I also think the announcement of the SolidFire snap mirror to ONTAP products is also a good thing to think about in terms of the data fabric message because we're able to do more with our overall platform portfolio. Um, finally, let's talk a little bit about ONTAP Select. What is sort of, what's the buzz that you're hearing about ONTAP Select when you have customer conversations? So ONTAP Select um, delivers on the software-defined vision that we've laid out for, for ourselves. And you've seen us um, now focus on delivering everything that we do in three form factors on an engineered appliance, on a white box, as well as um, in, in the cloud. So ONTAP Select uh, enables people to simplify and, and you know, gives them a perception of, of you know, savings. Right? Simplification is very important to them and it enables them to standardize on fewer um, systems, right? You don't have to de de deploy, refresh, uh, retire yet another hardware asset. If you're looking to standardize on uh, on a server vendor that also uh, includes disk in 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 their in, in their system, you can still get the goodness and the, the richness of the data management that comes with data on tap on you know a generic piece of hardware. Excellent. Well, Octavians, thank you so much. I'm not going to take any more of your time, so you can go back to your uh, party here. We're all we're all at a TME party right now. I cornered him. So, Octavian, if anyone wants to get in touch with you on, on social media or Twitter, could you tell us your Twitter handle? At uh, OCTAV. It's the first five characters of uh, my, my first name. All right. If you want to reach him, he's OCTAV. All right. Thank you, Octavian. Okay, that wraps up today's edition of the Tech on Tap podcast roadshow recap of NetApp Insight 2016 in Las Vegas. Follow along all week as we'll bring updates to you and try to make it as if you were here with us at NetApp Insight. Also, be sure to stop by the SolidFire booth at Insight Central. It's right under the giant Bring on the Future signage. You can't miss it. We'll have t-shirts, stickers, and you can even find out how to win your very own Tech on Tap podcast headphones. Yeah, it's okay. We're going to leave in two seconds. <laughs> it looks like we're getting kicked out, Glenn. Yeah, tell me about it. All right.